0: This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom.
1: I'm going to Disney
2: World. I'm going to... Whoa, 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 whoa.
3: You're not Mickey Mouse. you
4: a rat.
3: Rats, man. Besides, it's tourists. What do they know?
2: Welcome to Rat Castle, you rat bastards. We are a... (laughs) progressive chat about disney magic without the pixie dust i'm dave greetings and with me today are victoria hello janine hello there nathan oh hello dave and sarah hi so we got a lot we got a lot to sink our team today let's jump right into it um first thing would be uh some theme park news from disney world yeah Uh, we finally got a confirmation of the guardian's coaster opening correct we did
0: so uh we we didn't have to just uh, hold on to the news coming from jeff morale who of course <laughs> leaked the tweet about the opening like i don't know two weeks no longer four weeks ago maybe a month almost at this yeah. point yeah um, it was a while ago he's been busy uh having a horrible time with other things at this point and um <laughs> yeah we now know that guardians <laughs> of the galaxy Ah, uh, Cosmic Rewind is going to open at Epcot on May 27th, which means Jeff was correct, and uh, I got my when I uh, my thirtieth uh, a date reserved because I don't have passes available for that holiday weekend. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, passholder AP previews, and I think they're doing like a D23 thing as well. Um Yeah,
3: you have to pay like forty dollars and you get in after four and you get like a twenty dollar gift card for food and you can ride the ride at the end.
0: Oh, that's not too Oh, and too harmonious too yeah. Oh, oh and you get and but it's more like a but, but you have to watch harmonious.
1: Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why it's only forty dollars. We make you watch harmonious. Um yeah, so they're I mean they they're they're finishing it up. It seems like there was a new permit recently in the last couple of days that they were gonna do another install of something. Um, so they're putting in the finishing touches and uh, probably kind of sweating it. As frankly, it seems uh, all these get a little sweated because uh, you know it, it, it's like any other thing. You think it's uh, a ways away, and then all of a sudden, large corporate entities announce dates. So. Um, i'm excited i have i have no like reservations for it i'm happy to have the universe of energy building back open in some form um it'll be nice to have a whole area over there again um and uh it looks fun uh i don't know if you guys saw the queue um they did this thing where they let in some there was like a I don't know. Disney... Uh, so,
3: there was a Disney Creator Day celebration that they do occasionally uh-huh. where basically they get like a variety of influencers and they get to right. the go on a cruise and go to Disney World for free. Blah, blah, blah. A cruise? Yeah, they got to go to Disney. Yeah, they just came back from a Disney cruise. Man. Where do
1: I sign up? Because that sounds amazing, like going on a cruise and then having to like ride galaxy. like that's amazing.
3: Oh, I don't think they got to. I don't think they got to ride it.
2: I think they just they just let. Oh, they in just the got to ride. see it. Yeah, they okay. just let them in the okay. queue, and that was which it. is very 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 blue.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way I looked at it, is I said test track and uh, spaceship Earth had a baby.
1: Yeah, and,
2: and then Prawn right down the road is going to be very similar. So it's a, it's, a yeah. it, it's it's a it's a vibe. It's a mood.
3: Yeah, it is a, they said technology, space, blue,
2: blue, yeah,
0: <laughs> blue. And,
3: and
2: again, we, you know, we're not seeing it active with the show running or media. And there might be lighting no. changes. We never know. So, yeah,
0: and you know, I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's weird for me to think like, hey, all you you influencers, let's go look at a cue. That's I feel yeah. like that's become the like we, we talk about sometimes on this podcast about how uh, they overmarket in weird ways, and it's like Zach Ridley is always, like, posting on Instagram, like, here's a brick! It's gonna be one of a million imagined bricks of beauty, and this thing, yeah, and you're like, right. okay, but it's a brick.
3: But it's just a brick. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and this is another one of those things that's like, man, you're gonna show us everything except the ride, because I think they also recognize that, we're, like, the well, I don't know how you're gonna be able to record this one, I don't know how easy that would be, but it is gonna be leaked theoretically, like, day one, it'll be on YouTube, yeah. so... yeah, Right, um, like,
3: someone's gonna show it eventually, so it's I
2: just mean, like... Then- the thing about it is like, it, yeah, it's kind of like they're not showing it it's kind of a nothing sandwich, but they don't mm-hmm. care because people are going to talk about it anyway, right? Like yeah. it's – all it's doing is it, – bad press is good press, so just let people say, oh, just the queue. Ooh. Well, guess what? You also know that there's a new ride. And if yes. you're on Twitter and you don't follow theme parks, somebody's gonna retweet that and, yep. uh, you know, your average consumer might see it. That's all they want. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the commercial for it. Yep. It was kind of yep. fun. Uh, yep. There were some Easter eggs, because uh, Quill's sleeping, and there's a an old, like, 80s Epcot mug in the background, and yeah. a dinosaur, the dinosaurs from Universe of Energy, like, kind of figure, um, which was pretty cool.
3: I thought that was a nice nod. Uh,
0: yeah, I wanted to point out, though, that the voice of Rocket, now we know that the cast did the stuff, but the voice of Rocket in the commercial is
3: yeah.
0: not... Rocket. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. very clear <laughs> it's yeah. very yeah. off
3: Will you see in this Quill? well you heard the lady get to AFCON. it's save the galaxy time again
0: so i thought um for the end of this little segment i would like to hear everybody's rocket and see if you can do a better rocket than than uh than whoever did it in the commercial because uh all uh, right, it's anybody's I'll go game. first?
2: I'll go. You're first.
4: gonna have to kill me. <laughs> I'll go, for, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for everybody. Yeah, there we go. All r- yeah, all right. It just all
0: it's that's pretty much it, right? It's like a you do a a Boston. Yeah. It's the accent you do if you're doing like a New York
2: rap. Yeah, yeah. You're like, all right, Quill. What's this crap you're listening to? <laughs> yeah.
3: Why is that? we so good Oh my
2: gosh, it's Epcot. We're going to Epcot. Per- turn off that damn Walkman um so he but here's the thing like like this is not uncommon because likeness and voice for the attraction versus likeness and voice for marketing are often two different things totally. you never saw you never i mean harrison ford is not in the indiana jones ride voice or or likeness at all <laughs> yeah
0: speaking of yeah uh, as a,
2: it, speaking of a big one this is this has precedent right yeah. um and a lot of it just has to do with You know, sometimes they they don't want to be seen as shilling. They just want to be the content. And think Mm -hmm. of it this way. When do you see actors like on a commercial doing different footage that's in their
1: movie
2: talking about the movie or delivering lines in their character? They don't because they they don't don't. they don't they don't don't want to be that salesperson. So I understand people thinking it's quote unquote cheap. But you're wrong. It literally right. is. It's contractual, and right. the, and blame the talent. Don't blame Disney because the talent doesn't want to do no marketing. amount of
4: money. <laughs> yeah, and I right. don't.
0: I don't necessarily even blame the talent. I just think, man, you could have spent like three minutes on YouTube and found a better rocket, but oh, beyond you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, but it was a their big break. Yeah. I, on my former podcast, I got to interview an impressionist who kind of made it his name on YouTube for doing different Disney characters. Oh. Uh And then he went on to do the, the do Dracula in the fourth hotel, Transylvania movie. Cause Sandler was like, I'm too expensive. And he was no one really knew that it was, there was any difference. So you can find people that are really, really yeah. accurate. The um, other
2: thing is, the other thing is talent if there is often especially for animated talent it's less common for live action films Mm -hmm. but rocket really is all animation it's common for actors to have approval and buy off on their theme park or advertising or video game voice replacement Mm. um that that the disney will cast a wide net and narrow it down to like five people and send all those tapes to the to the talent and say pick one yeah. um like the, the 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 lady who does dory uh, is obviously not ellen anymore right. but it's um but for the parks but it's it, it's approved yeah. by them so it's it's it, i'm very surprised if that's the one if that was the case and it's hard to say because it's marketing right but like yeah. the game the all the talent had uh um had i guess had input on who got cast for that new oh, video game i think i mean i would assume they would because mm-hmm. they're they're kind of doing impressions impersonations of them and but the likeness isn't, like, Star-Lord doesn't look like, like, uh, um what's Chris Pratt. Market? Chris Pratt, sorry. Chris
4: Pratt.
3: Yeah.
2: Chris Pratt.
3: Who has Chris... just been, he's going to be Garfield. I don't know if you guys are-
2: And that. Mario. Oh, God. And Mario. Can Garfield. we just not? Can we just not? <laughs> Let's, that's a whole other podcast, than what to slam <laughs> Chris Pratt about. I got a list. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a long one.
2: Anyway, I you know I thought the, the commercial looked great. It sucks that it didn't show any of the ride. Yeah. It's like, just composite footage of the ride vehicle in space, but that's classic. Yeah, I mean yeah, – That's, we that's didn't,
0: usually what they do. We at least didn't get like the classic uh, you take a vehicle and you put it in a warehouse and make everything backlit and then shake people <laughs> for five minutes and – yeah, exactly. Do the wave yeah. and yeah. – uh, Not you know, do that's, the
3: wave.
0: That's half the footage. <laughs> and then um, – yeah, I was going to say, if you look at any of the promotional art or the poster for, coast, the, for the Guardians coaster, um, yeah, his uh, Star-Lord's face is always covered. But they got whatever it costs to get Zoe Saldana and uh, Batista, they were able to pay him because and their that, faces are and, shown.
2: And that probably, knowing Disney, uh, um, a lot of those contracts start in initial negotiations for the role. like
3: theme parks and
2: and commercials and toy voices and all of that is negotiated way up front and so chris pratt probably is like nope i'm only doing the content um which is weird because like uh, oh actually it's not he did the content for
3: jurassic world for universal but didn't do it i was gonna ask do you think that might have something to do with that
2: no because the marketing for that's all dinosaurs all the time like they don't show the talent at all so it, it I, like I'm not none of that in that commercial surprised me but I get I get why people are confused but it all boils down to money and contracts
0: yeah but in the end, uh you know, we're still getting a ride, and I'm excited, and I will be there Woo-hoo! for the passholder previews, and hopefully, Finally. Janine and Have you guys gotten can... your emails yet? No, no, not yet.
4: Okay, they said it's nope. coming soon, and I started like watching every thirty minutes, and like, <laughs> did it come? Did it come? Well, My and...
3: one friend said she never got the initial email for Ratatouille, but she did get the registration email for it. So it's it'll oh, come. Oh, it's me. all
0: over the place. You're either going to get it or you're not. But here's the thing: the code's the code, basically. If you're an AP and and you... so Janine, if you get it email it to me immediately because yeah. that's how
2: it works. Uh, so I just, five let's listen. just,
3: yeah, email that Make shit that over to me too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, let's move on. Uh, so there's another big non-attraction piece of news, which is very interesting. And this is about the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Victoria, do you want to talk about this?
3: Sure. So Florida legislators um, met uh, to repeal Reedy Creek's Improvement Act due to Disney's quote-unquote woke stance against the don't-say-gay bill. So basically what's been going on since the whole debacle last month about the don't-say-gay bill and um, Disney's involvement on it. um, Yeah, I guess the right is just like calling anyone involved like groomers or woke and um...
1: Groomers? They're uh, calling people groomers? Pedophiles. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Pedophiles,
2: groomers. Yeah, they're literally calling every gay person a groomer, so fuck them. That basically
3: associates wow. or like like susan yes.
4: collins is a groomer or pedophile now because she voted to confirm justice brown jackson
3: yeah yeah
4: but she was just confirmed yay yay. Yes.
3: yay yay and this is and apparently in the 200 years of the supreme court justice being done this is the first time where it's not majority white yeah Mm. (laughs) huzzah finally but i digress so um pretty much um the act that came out in 1967 allowed Dizzy to create the improvement district and it just basically acts as its own government within the district
2: this sounds like posturing this just sounds like like a political football like pretty much right susanis is lording it over him like it's going to be a threat and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know whether or not, I don't know the details of, you know, we all know that they have their own building codes and blah, 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 but I've never right. worked on, I've never worked on property, so I don't know.
4: The weirdest thing is it was created so that Disney could pay for its own emergency services and yeah. things right. like that. And So it's right. like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to start paying for Disney's yeah. fire department? Right. Well, the issue is because
3: they did that, so that way the taxpayers won't pay for it. Yeah. So right. I'm like, so now, so are, do you want the taxpayers to pay for it? Because, like, right. if Disney can afford it, and that's the whole purpose of them doing it, why would you want them to get rid of that and have the taxpayers pay for that?
2: Whoever runs against the that should be their, their main point. Like, uh, hey, taxpayers, he's screwing you over because Disney was more than happy to pay for all this stuff
4: i don't think it'll go through i don't no, think it'll no. go through yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it will i think it's just pandering it yeah they
3: like they just yeah. want to bitch about something and just yeah. cause an uproar and give them problems yeah that's really all it is i
1: just feel like they look ridiculous like the santas in like the right they look, they look so insane stupid. they do because it's like we all understand that like disney holds like a huge influence over the politics in florida or like wherever they are right yeah so yeah. and it's like they provide like sixty thousand plus jobs in florida so it's like how are you gonna and also it's the reason we don't have an income tax like they bring tourism so like how are you gonna play with like they could ease i don't know if disney will actually do this but they could easily just like uproot everything in terms of like their imaginary and everything and just go back to california like that could easily happen so it's like why are you
4: playing with like kind of it's just like biting the hand that feeds you like it just doesn't really make sense well that's the thing is like desantis got caught with his tail between his legs because Uh disney was like we run this state we're gonna pull our weight and now desantis looks like a baby and so he's like no they don't run the state i run the state they don't run the state and that that's all it is
1: it's just like why even say that like
4: it's like you're the party of
1: business like how does this make sense like i not
3: only a business but like one of the top employers exactly. of that state yeah. no the top employer yeah and not Florida. one of oh well, it is the yeah employer. so it's like are you are you dumb
0: right. but yeah. and and and, yeah. and right behind them of course is universal, universal. and yeah. like it it's it would never happen but my point here is well this is not the disney of ron miller where it's like oh god thank god for the parks we can like stay together and like we could still be a business because the parks are going to keep us running when we make crap movie after crap movie (laughs) this this is like a star wars and marvel like parks are very much a a a thing that makes them money i'm not saying it's not but i'm also saying is could disney pull up and and bulldoze everything and go fine we're going elsewhere they won't but could they yeah they would still exist whereas florida would become like, alligators would immediately be like, it's our time, and,
1: like, just come back in. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not even just that. Like, Disney, I feel like it's like it's kind of like these two large, like, groups of people who are playing with the lives of everybody else, right? Because it's like, Disney could easily just be like, okay, fine, you want to play with us? And we're going to fire a bunch of people. We're going to do a bunch of layoffs. Like, you're going to mess with, like, our livelihoods. We're going to mess with the people of Florida's livelihoods. And I feel like that's where it could, like, be very harmful to just like the regular people that are there. So Um, I
0: think this is a good, this is a good connection with our next topic, actually. Next topic.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely. Like, like Disney is uh, uh, um, starting up a a project for affordable housing to be in the Disney area.
1: Yeah. So that's um, so Disney is saying that they want to have 80 acres of land with more than uh, 1300 units um, added to the central Florida area, which from the concept art, it seems I I, I think it's a great idea. I think it's nice to see. Looks um, like
0: a large... Polynesian Tower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very regular, right? Like it's not anything exciting or surprising, um, but it does seem to be nice, affordable housing, which like that would be great. Um, and I, the one thing that I don't necessarily know how to feel about is cause it just, I worry that this is going to be like work housing where it's like, they're just going to essentially like have a lot of their employees kind of, um, who are, whether it be like an imagineering or like any of the office, like corporate that do work near the parks or it's going to essentially like be their homes. And it mm-hmm. won't necessarily be for, like, everybody else who, who actually needs affordable housing.
4: I mean, it's only 1,300 units. Yeah. Right? So, essentially, it's a company town. That's exactly, like, it's a company yeah. town. It's,
3: like, it's it's affordable housing technically disguised as a, as a company town because, mm-hmm. like you said, like, only qualified members of the public are going to be able to stay in one of these units and like janine said it's only like so many units
1: yeah yeah
0: now what i think is interesting is i i firmly believe this has been planned for a long time i don't think this is like something we came up with yesterday yeah but i think the announcement is a very intriguing moment for when you when desantis goes all right, we're gonna take care of Reedy Creek, and we're gonna. And they're like, "But we're putting affordable housing in the, <laughs> you know, we're making Orlando a better place. We're investing right. in our. Literally, the president of Walt Disney World comes. We're investing in in the Orlando community. This is our family, and it's like, okay,
3: Universal's doing it too. Yes. Yeah. Universal was doing it as well. So I was I wondered originally if they did that because they announced it because Universal announced it. But then the whole Freddy Creek thing happened. And I was right. like, nah, they did that to piss off DeSantis. And I'm I am think for it's, it. I think it's really
0: <laughs> funny, though, that Universal beats them to the jump when Universal has like about an acre <laughs> and maybe maybe a maybe a foot or two left over. And Disney's like a wash in Swampland. And they're like, you know, they're yeah, they're really the like
3: boxed in. But that concept
1: art looks like very hurried. Like, it looks like they did that in five minutes. So, I don't know if it was like a thought that they came up with recently, but Uh, I think it's
0: something they were planning. But I, yeah, I, but I'm not saying the concept art wasn't put together until (laughs) this week.
3: I mean, we saw how the concept art for the Polynesian stuff looked. So, I would believe it was hurried.
2: You know, like this all goes back to. They are a massive force and real estate and development outside the parks is already something they do. And so this is an extension of that. I am completely not surprised. I'm with you that like, who is this for, but you know, that'll come out in the wash. Universal was very explicit in saying it's going to be some available to employees, some available for application, but it's based on income. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Disney's going to do the same. So we'll see. I mean, you know, And it's
0: not like cast members or middle-class you know, it's yeah. not like it's not right. like so it's like it's it's it, it is affordable housing for if it's really going to be for those cast members. That's it's a good thing.
3: I mean, I guess right. the question at the end of the day is what is the definition of affordable to Disney?
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: <laughs> because at the end of the day, you can just pay your cast members more. And in...
2: if it's not regulated, a regulated terms, as Janine's asking like it might uh, there is probably a government office they're working with that does have a definition of what that means yeah, you know i, I yeah, would assume i would I, assume
4: I, I, w- I have to housing stuff is so strictly regulated with yep. what you can say and what words you can use and you can't use i have to imagine that there's a yeah. very specific intention baked into that terminology yep. 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 yeah 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 but i just feel like we should just always be wary when like a large corporation <laughs> wants to
1: build
0: <laughs> housing oh, 100%. 100%. i saw oh, robocop 100%. i don't trust it, when corporations want to build exactly. a city
1: so it just it's a little sketchy but we'll have to wait and see on that oh
3: we should keep our um, eyes on that because i'm curious like disney's just getting a little a little very interested in the real estate like with story living and now yeah so i'm intrigued to see what it is
2: celebration 2.0 uh (laughs) (laughs) so um moving to the west coast now we have a wow reading breaking for us i mean this is coming out tuesday
0: but this just just kind of got some heat so so
2: as our as our resident uh uh (laughs) um uh please chime in on the inappropriate cultural appropriation of a piece of natural of national park uh um, asset that that's what this boils down to really
4: Um, but it's it's very weird honestly it's like a russian nesting doll of theft Um, (laughs) so the root of it is the Miwok tribe has a uh history in yosemite national park and there was this chief called tanaya who was like one of the last great chiefs of that tribe they represent yosemite it's a huge part of apparently like the yosemite culture is this tanaya um, name it's used everywhere and so i guess disney decided to lean into that yosemite culture with their new spa that opened in september and i didn't really hear anything about this spa i didn't even know it existed but um that this absolutely incredible piece of reporting came out on uh, photos travel today by diane revel ravelle um it's uh it's wild they've basically appropriated this entire story but it's not even appropriation they've made up a story about this tribe
0: somebody has
4: someone has made up a story it's bullshit it's that they took a rock that purports to be from yosemite which is a felony you cannot remove (laughs) property from a national park right the national park itself was stolen from the, the native true. american tribe true. so it's like that this true. nesting doll of <laughs> theft of like okay yeah. so it's this rock that some like midwestern native american consultant lady told disney was given to them by the descendants of this person and, and she then, was
0: connected to the smithsonian is that how i
4: read yeah, it? To the, yeah, yeah, yeah to the smithsonian so i i she i guess comes highly regarded but yeah. this uh journalists reached out to the actual known descendants of chief tanaya and they were like no we have we've never been contacted by disney we're like the real yosemite people this is our tribe disney concocted this is where the geoscientists me gets really upset they concocted this whole story where you come in and you pick like one of four different minerals and then you take the mineral and you touch it to the greater stone that was from the tanaya tribe and you set your intentions and you charge your your minerals with this rock and it's all bullshit. Like it's just it's wild. They went out and they bought some pyrite and some shit that you can buy online <laughs> that's sold with like healing properties to rich white yoga women and, oh, they and it's this, hot right now. It's, it's the huge. It drives the world as right a geoscientist, when I want to look up a mineral and I want to see like the actual properties, mm. like what's its chemical composition? How does it form? All I get is, like, the healing properties, and I have to sift yeah. through people trying to sell me this shirt.
0: Right, and this is, by the way, the same people that, that like, told me, like, oh, yeah, I mean, I left Christianity. I can't believe in it anymore. Yeah. It's a lot of hogwash. Yeah, and That's probably because yeah. I'm an Aries, you know? it's like-
4: <laughs> <laughs> And so not only are they inventing this story to sell you shit, the story, like, the product itself is extremely problematic because it's pitched to these, like, naturally-minded, connect-with-the-earth. These products, these minerals, are sourced from extremely questionable places in an unsustainable, exploitative manner that exploits not only the surroundings, the natural surroundings and the ecosystem, and pollutes groundwater. It also exploits the people who work there. So many of these people are paid nothing to mine these minerals. It's extremely dangerous work. It's a. None of it, you can't really trace any of it. You, it's hard to tell where anything's coming from or if it's sustainable. And it's, they're creating such the, an extreme demand that's so false and so harmful and it drives me absolutely nuts and disney and
0: that's just the stones and that's so just the nothing, stones. That's not even connected not even with the rest of this the,
4: the rest of this is insane <laughs> like the more i read i just lost my mind so they reached out to these people and they're like okay so there's you know they're doing they're, they, they've appropriated your your touch the stones ceremony that they have and they're like we don't have anything like that in fact that's extremely inappropriate because chief tanaya's son or child was stone to death by white settlers they don't yes like this stone ritual for the tanaya tribe is extreme like it's just mind-bogglingly insensitive so not only are they taking their historical trauma and stealing it they're also profiting off of it while also creating a demand and playing into this extremely harmful practice of mineral exploitation
0: It's like those those marching Indians at Magic Kingdom were doing their thing, and Disney was like, "Hold my beer."
4: (laughs) Yes, it's completely made up. They've taken this identity from this tribe that, mind you, is not federally recognized and fighting for federal recognition of their tribal status. And I, I think I saw somewhere that like some of their their areas like they don't they don't even have running water. Like these are people they've taken their these totally disregarded people and just screwed yeah these people yeah
2: it's 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 i mean again the the the, the wellness industry is a, a lot of it's a crock of shit and 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 it, it's easy to do let's get a, a some skin therapies and a massage and sit in the hot tub without the woo woo factor yes you know?
4: what is like wh- why is
3: it so hard to avoid that because they got to upsell it it's it's yeah. a luxury spa they got to upsell it somehow and they got to do it with and people buy it
2: you know?
1: They did so well in like Aulani. Like they did a really great job with those spots. Well, you so, can like, tell when Joe rody's not around, right? I, <laughs> I guess,
2: yes, that's, yeah. That's exactly right. I said the same yep. thing to, to Joe Rody
4: as I was Would have it. not. It would have never happened. It would have never Joe happened. Rody. Never, and so because
2: it's because it yeah. actually it's the number one. I'm I'm in amongst like you said in a Russian nesting a Russian nesting doll of sins. Like one of the biggest sins is a basic basic thing about using any culture as inspiration as as they did in Alani and they are trying here is you don't homogenize it. You don't yeah. take four or five different tribes that have
3: nothing to do with each other and yeah. sort of sift what you want out of it. That's just yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. I just need Disney to get rid of their inclusion key because they're not doing a great job. No. <laughs> well,
4: I was really impressed, though, with uh, some of the representatives from the tribe who saw this and they were basically like, OK, Disney, fix it. Here's how yeah. you fix it. Support us in our fight for yeah. federal recognition. How about yeah. I mean, I don't think they said anything about water, but like, how about Disney make some efforts to make sure that their re- tribe has access yeah. to water? water, right if you're going like, to use it you're going to use their culture. identity and not just use their identity but to completely manufacture it and separate yeah. them like it's one thing to appropriate it; it's another to be like this is their story and it's not their story it's the story yeah. you're stealing their identity from them when you do that yeah, yeah. You,
0: you can't treat like indigenous tribes like you do the sword and the stone in front of the carousel like it's not no. the same thing no. and and i think that someone was asking me on twitter about this and i said well does this make disney like too cautious like they were they were totally against it but they were just like are they going to now like not want to deal in cultures because like we'll just get vanilla kind of based stuff because you know it's it's too much work to like thread the needle and i thought no not really because there are beautiful examples like alani that that thread that needle beautifully Mm -hmm. but but when you – but there's one thing you don't do, which is you take the spirituality of a, a impoverished and, and unrecognized people and, like, let rich white women play with it in the middle of the afternoon. Like, it's the weirdest it,
4: – and, and you throw a plaque outside saying, we're on, like, their yeah. land. Oh, oh yeah. your land recognition. Great. Thank yeah. you. Well,
2: I mean, in a lot of, like, theater – uh, companies and stuff are doing that in their theaters to acknowledge native land, and that's great. That's yeah. just step one, though. Like, yeah. it, it it would have been very easy for them to use um, decor and yeah. maybe visual parts of the of themes and acknowledge this is from this tribe and this kind of design is from this tribe, and Absolutely. just leave it as design, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. It, Which is so what many... Animal Kingdom kind of does. If yeah, you if you go right. to the lodge, yeah, the lodge is very much like here's a mask from this tribe because like this is a swath of Africa, and and there's not this pinpointiness it's not called and i don't know the name of it but it's not called a tribe of africa lodge like to to have a spa that is so specific i mean not talk to anyone from the tribe is something else
3: told me earlier is that this isn't the first time that that's been done with a spa oh no i'm sure so it's like yeah they they In their personal opinion, they feel like it's going to get swept under the rug because there's not I'm enough sure attention is. on it, yeah. which is a shame because, like, Janine made several points about yeah. that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't take that much to just Google and do actual responsible right. research when you're, like, a trillion-dollar company that runs Orlando in the world. Counterpoint to that, though.
0: This is a good time to have this sort of thing happen to your tribe because yeah. Disney yeah. needs yeah. – yeah. A win and they keep losing that, and that yeah.
2: was the one thing i did like about the end of that article if people if listeners want to know i just search for fodors and tenya stone which t-e-y-n-t-e-n-y-a uh, T E N Y A. there's a whole article about it that I just posted uh, but mm-hmm. what i loved was the end of it that you mentioned janine that like the younger members of the tribe were like let's make lemonade out of this lemon and put their feet to the fire and use this as an opportunity to, to raise awareness so good good for them hopefully that gets some sort of traction
1: I just feel like spirituality and religion is not something that you should use to like commercialize Commodify. something yeah. yeah like at all it's just it especially when it comes to like indigenous uh spirituality it can always like go into the realm of like exotify like exotifying it and just making it seem I was this weird yeah like other thing and it just it's really like it, it was so easy to like go a different right. route. Like, like you said, they could have done design. They could have done so many different things. Right. It's just, they could have done it so much better.
2: It's, it's even back up farther. Like if you're in the California, if you're in the California uh, hotel themed hotel, to yeah. the California wilderness and park system, you could have done like quotes from John Muir. You could do, there's so much you can do without treading on anything that right. is questionable. It just seems so weird that, and then the fact that they had a whole cultural advisor and they and they said they went through this process, like, Did you vet the
3: people that? Right,
4: then you got to question your sources. Well, but hold on—the source
0: here is the Smithsonian. So, what the hell is going on over at the Smithsonian?
4: The thing is, there are multiple federally recognized Miwok tribes, Mm. um, and they have a a range over California. But there's one subset of that—that's the specific Yosemite Mm. tribe. And so, because they were like making it the Yosemite Spa and the Tanaya Spa, they said that they had some other descendants of chief tanaya but the people who are in the yosemite subset who are direct descendants and like trackable direct descendants
2: right we're, we're not contacted. we're
4: not consulted right but they're smaller so it's possible they found some person who's yeah. from yeah. one of the larger tribes and just, so they wet just wet homogenized it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and they've
0: dropped off a stone what yeah.
1: like yeah. how is that
4: like like, I mean, it's a real stone. I don't know where it's from. I would love <laughs> to know where it's from. I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm if really it, interested. Well, in that. Then you got if a question if you committed a crime or not. Yeah.
2: If it's from True. federal land, that's a theft. So,
4: yeah, I mean, um, did they just pluck it from the land? I, I don't know. They
2: said the article said that it was actually it was blessed and gifted to Disney. And it's like, like who? well, yeah, by the by, this elder of the tribe that is not the, the one that wasn't consulted. It was the one they yeah. found. The Southern believe.
4: Sierra Miwok Nation. Yeah. So I'm going to assume it's not from. No, no they consulted. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is interesting. I just reread a paragraph from it. The consultant said that she focused on the Southern Sierra Miwok, but that is the tribe that said that she never contacted them. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so I don't oh know boy. who she actually talked to. But oh she boy. didn't talk to so anybody they didn't
3: from get the actual horses in inclusion,
1: no. yeah, I feel like any one of us could have just gone up and been like, yeah, we know this tribe, and they would have, yeah. let have just like they would have hired us too. This yeah, whole
0: conversation probably. makes me want to go to a
1: spa because it's so depressing,
2: <laughs> you know it's um uh it's a tough, a tough situation Disney has put themselves in with this um cultural stuff is always hard to design around, and they just didn't cross their t's and dot their eyes the way they should, so hopefully. This all, you know, enlightens uh the oh, process next one time. One thing
4: before we go, yeah. a tidbit uh it is believed that Ewoks were named after this tribe. Oh my god. I just had to I learned that, so I just <laughs> I had to make sure I that in day, <laughs> Oh boy.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean oh. yub nub,
2: am I right?
3: Yub nub. Yub nub. Exactly. <laughs> Nathan, dope. <no. laughs>
2: all right well we move from the moons of endor to the moon Knight premiere <laughs> very nice nice, very
1: nice. good job
0: <laughs> how many of you guys got to see it uh, did you, I did, not you it. did everyone I did watch not at least one episode I've watched i watched the first episode. Episodes. okay,
4: okay. I, I don't even both. know what it is
0: cool <laughs> I feel like um, that's a good oscar way isaac. of
4: going into <laughs> it so far i mean i would love <clears> for you guys <throat> to tell me about
0: it <laughs> so. uh well it's oscar isaac um so far being very confused for two hours. Insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> but also looking hunky. And okay. mm. so, good. Yeah. Uh, so now mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, dressing up like Moon Knight, who is the uh, avatar so of hot. an Egyptian god um, who in this series uh, is uh, facing off against uh, another Egyptian god who is connected to Ethan Hawke's character. This series, uh, by the way. I think we can all agree. It's a, it's a comic this book. Is, this is Yes is a, it's comic, a book. Marvel, yeah. book, okay. comic book. Um the I would say this is the Marvel Disney plus Marvel show that has the most daddies. It used to be a winter soldier and Captain America, but I think we can agree. Ethan Hawke, Oscar Isaac, yeah. we've leveled up. So. Oscar Isaac,
2: can Oscar Isaac can knight my moon anytime he wakes I Boy, was just too. like,
3: um, okay, daddy, Boy,
2: yeah. <laughs> daddy daddy, Zaddy is complete Zaddy, Zaddy in this. I don't I've even know it.
1: when that even happened. Like, when did us, like Oscar Isaac, become the new daddy of like Marvel? I think <laughs> oh, it was no, after.
3: But I'm here for it. Now, yeah. For yeah. It. This is the moment. Like... <laughs> This is his this moment.
2: Is, this is the it moment.
1: Is. So, it was no, after Jessica Chastain. I feel like that their little, like, moment on the red carpet, that's when it happened for me. Oh <laughs> like, yes. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. I stand. I stand. Yes.
2: Yeah. Now, I, I haven't watched it yet. I know a little bit about the comic lore, but somebody, a friend of mine mentioned that this show, uh, they, there's an interesting aspect of the show in that it delves into mental illness. with ours. Yes.
0: So the character... Uh, it is Oscar Isaac is playing Stephen Grant, or is he? Uh, Stephen Grant is who he's playing in the first episode, and he's uh, has trouble sleeping and um, seems to sleepwalk. And so, like Mike Ribiglia before him, chains himself to his bed. Um, that's a reference if people know it. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, sleepwalk with me. So um, the uh, uh, he finds out later on that he is. Doing other stuff as a mercenary um, whose name is Mark something. I'm forgetting that. His name is Mark. Spectre, yeah. Um, And so he is either this American named Mark Spectre who's a mercenary and has a wife, or he is, uh, he believes he's also Stephen Grant. And so by the end of, uh, I don't think this is a spoiler, by the end of the second episode, Mark and Stephen are starting to understand who each other are and attempt to figure out their relationship. So both of them can inhabit the Avatar of the moon god of Egypt, uh, which gives them super strength and uh a cool-looking bandage outfit. So um, I like it. It's fun. I mean, it's one of those shows that's sort of a mind-bender to start with, um, and I think that's an interesting perspective. I, I don't like origin stories. I'm very tired of that narrative, and yeah, this yeah. isn't a... this It's already happened, so we're going to get it sort of in the back end a little bit about um, how he became Moon Knight and stuff, and they've not really landed in much of the mcu there's no the snap talk or thanos or i mean i'm actually kind of
3: intrigued how how much of his original character they're going to use because like i'm familiar with the character and Mm -hmm. i know for a fact like he is well the mark Spector character is a son of a rabbi and it's a very jewish heavily character so i was wondering how they were going to tie that in as well as the egyptian god um aspects but it seems yeah. like they've done a really good job as far as like making sure the accuracy of the gods are correct
1: mm-hmm.
3: and representing in like no appropriation which yeah
0: it doesn't it could be i mean he's not i don't know his lineage i i don't want to speak for oscar isaac but like it, there's it's no directed feeling by an egyptian it's directed just yes, yeah, yeah there's no yeah, feeling is... of white man takes yeah uh spooky um oh what's the term i'm looking for uh orientalism there's no spooky orientalism to it
2: It's a, it, 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 I also read somewhere that there are QR codes visible in some of the signage and if you scan it scan them off your screen yes. you get free digital comics yeah in the yeah. museum yep.
0: you can read uh, Moon Knight's first appearance different things like that which is rad my wife was like A who thinks of that B who then goes back and figures out and I go babe there are people that frame by frame this whole thing like yeah there are, that- there, those people exist
3: I saw something today where someone screenshot his passport and confirmed that he was not one of the people from the snap I was like
0: (laughs) yes because his passport is is pre like it's dated after the snap which means he was alive when the snap after the snap
2: is this the first I mean it's is this the first Marvel property that is sort of inherently supernatural in nature other than maybe Doctor Strange
3: um (sighs) I feel, like there's I, huh. I feel like there was another well uh, and,
2: we're not, and we don't we don't talk about morbius so that doesn't count <laughs> we
0: don't i would say talk that this is morbius. i i think they've kind of connected all of magic quote unquote under mm. two guys of uh science uh, there's a thing in thor the first thor movie where they basically say like like magic yeah. is science we don't understand and right. so like there's probably it's it's somehow semi connected to space. Kind of like, I would say Eternals might be, there's not yeah. supernatural, but Eternals yeah. has like literal gods. He it has his own lore. So. But that,
1: yeah. like, what's yeah. the character um, who, God, what's his name? Uh, with Kit Harrington's character, isn't his like character oh, supposed oh, to be like um, also? I oh, believe he's going to be Black Blade? Knight. Blade?
3: Oh, no. Black Knight. No, Black, Black yeah. Knight. Black, Knight. No, Black Blade, Knight. Blade, Blade. Someone else. There's going to be a yeah. few of them.
2: Because isn't yeah. Black yeah. Knight,
1: isn't that like kind of supernatural? Or is it yeah. just like,
2: and and it I, it sort of borrows from Arthurian, and maybe the same way that Moon Knight borrows from Egyptian lore. I don't know, but right. but that's a, that's the other thing. Like we're getting Marvel content that is sort of inspired by cultural stories that are real. And mm-hmm. what is the Marvel spin on this? Goes back to the adapting things correctly. What's the spin on it where it's not appropriating the wrong thing? But if yeah. they've got a if they got an Egyptian director behind it, that there must there is a voice in the room probably speaking to that, which is good.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's why. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad as like just a person who is of like Egyptian and Sudanese descent, like to have somebody that's in the room that is Egyptian and is like pushing this forward. Because like you said, there's a lot of Orientalism when we look at like the Arab world. Oftentimes it's filmed in a specific way. Like whenever we look at like Egypt, whenever there's like movies that are set there, it's like always yellow. just the pyramids. Y- yeah, it's yellow, orange, like very like... um. What's that one? Wonder Woman. That movie is a perfect example of like how a lot of the Middle East is depicted um, in a lot of these um, movies. So like, I'm really glad that we do have um, an Egyptian director, Mohamed um, And he is also the executive producer, I believe, for the first four episodes. Great. Um, And he had this great quote, which is like, a big part of our pitch was avoiding the orient- Orientalist look, which always dehumanizes us. It shows us as exotic, where women are submissive and men are evil. And it wasn't only the representation of the people, but the place itself. So I'm really excited to see how they make Egypt look, because I know that they're going to be set, having it uh, be set there. Cool. Um, so I'm genuinely really excited.
2: That's Great. That's really great to hear. It makes me even more excited. I had yeah. no idea that was a whole angle to it. So I'm, I'm more excited to see it now. Yeah.
0: Well, to finish up here, uh, we are, Dave is actually going to be coming down. Uh, we're going to do a hard out for this episode because he's getting on an airplane and coming <laughs> down to, uh, my side of the world and Janine's side of the world. Uh, cause you're celebrating a, an anniversary, which anniversary are you celebrating Dave?
2: Yeah, by the time this goes live, I will have already been there. Sorry, but uh, I'm going for the 22nd anniversary of uh, Men in Black, which I had the honor of shepherding into existence with an amazing team of people. And um, I was hoping to celebrate in 2020, and that didn't happen. So I did a little live stream on YouTube back then. You can find it on my YouTube. But it's it was like I wanted to celebrate, and then that didn't happen. And then I went last year. And uh, got in touch with the MIB 900 Club, which is on Facebook, and there are people that can max out the score. And they were just, and we, and I, we just wrote over and over again, and then drank our way around Mardi Gras and wrote and again. And I didn't.
4: All, I, I'm part of. I, I didn't know that I could join a club.
2: You you. you uh, can you max out?
4: I've done it. I've done it. Oh,
2: yeah. Search for, search for MIB 900 Club. They have like 6,000 members on this Facebook wow. group. It's, it's insane. When I met, went last year, I met a couple hundred people and families that rode it. And, and it's the first thing they ride and the last thing they ride before they leave. Like it was really heartwarming. Oh, okay. And so so I decided, hey, I've got a frequent flyer miles to use up and hotel points to use up. And uh, I'm going to go again this year and hang out with those folks because, you know, it's it's rare when uh an attraction makes it to even 10 or 15 years especially in the universal world yeah so the f- the fact that it's made 22 years is it ain't mine anymore you know and i love that and i love that people have embraced it so i'm very very thankful for the fandom of that ride because it's one are... of my
4: favorite rides of all time no it still holds thanks. up yeah, yeah. it, it still... truly is yeah, it has it's been since I. I hate to say this, but since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm old.
2: This is this is already known. Old I'm, I'm, decrepit. I am I'm old, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited to go celebrate and uh, uh and see everybody because um, it's a hell of an accomplishment for an attraction to get this far along and and still have a lot of people loving it. So I'm I'm internally grateful it's very lovable. Yeah, very very blessed
0: yeah definitely um, my favorite shooter in oh gosh orlando for sure pretty much everywhere it's everywhere a blast yeah.
2: and i wish i wish they give it some love um i, I know that they, that maintaining it's hard because parts and stuff for the vehicles yeah, and yeah
4: all the and- animatronics and everything yeah i would
2: imagine and, and so. some of those and those some of those vendors and companies don't exist anymore like oh, the, God. The, the, um so there's it's there's been this rumor that it's been on the chocolate bar i don't get any of this from universal obviously i have no connection to them anymore but i get stuff through back channels and it's like don't worry it's not going anywhere because frankly they can't lose the capacity yeah. they would need to build <laughs> two rides at that capacity before they can get rid of one of them yeah um well so I, hear I
0: hear they're updating it and and jay is gonna smack your vehicle and spin it around a couple times <laughs> So that, that will is. be an interesting... There it is. Thank you. I was waiting for that's somebody a, to say it. Thank that's you. Our ending. That's it's our It's your ending Will Smith right Oscar there. joke for this episode. Thank you so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Try the fish. It's great. It's
0: all you <laughs> get. <a good> <laughs> you
3: get one.
2: All righty. Well, uh, that's our show for today. Rat Castle is produced by nathan hartman please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode please tell your friends pimp us on your socials (laughs) you can check out our website at ratcastlepodcast.podbean or you can even send us questions at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle we're happy to take questions uh read some adulation um uh take shit for stuff we got wrong uh (laughs) please please call us out write to us we're lonely we're here we'll respond um so, now it is time to grab your belongings and exit the castle to your left. So much to learn
3: and so much to see. A galaxy destined for you and for me. And you know better tomorrow.